Hey, Elliot, did you see all the wailing and gnashing of teeth after a clip showed up with uh, Ray in the new Star Wars movie with a double-bladed red lightsaber? Elliot? Elliot? The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Let's get started. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. This is Geek Counter Geek. Geeks! With Misty Callahan and Keith Conrad. Well, maybe it's one of those other shows, like Outer Limits. Confuse the Twilight Zone with the Outer Limits? Do you even know me? Geek Counter Geek number 138. I'm Keith Conrad. And I'm Misty Callahan. Well, you sound very different than Elliot. I'm, oh, I'm just going to okay. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> well, I would hope so. I'm a girl, you know. Right. That that does help. So <laughs> uh, we, we should should mention, you know, you can't tell uh-huh. the players without a, a lineup card. That's true. And uh, so Elliot has decided to move on to bigger and better things. God bless him, R.I.P. Exactly. I will remember you. You've decided to uh, join me in this little venture. Yeah. Misty Callahan. Yes. Uh, If you're on the Twitters, uh, Misty A. Callahan. Yeah. Uh, So just like me, I'm Keith R. Conrad on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So neither of us could get our actual names. No, like it was so funny. Like when I first signed up for Twitter and I wanted to just do Misty Callahan, it was already taken by someone who was just tweeting about grabbing milk at the grocery store. And I was like, oh, for real, for real. It's like, just yeah. deactivate your account so I can just take my name. Dang it. That's pretty much how it went for me, too. Yeah. And uh, that, was, that was at the same time that I couldn't get Keith Conrad at gmail.com because somebody already had that. And uh, also, this, I, I, should, I should mention that it, it's always been a sore spot of, of mine mm-hmm. that, you know, I've been, I've been doing the radio thing for a while now. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you know we're we're in Chicago, it's yeah. Market Three in radio, which is which is kind of a big deal in radio. A little bit. And uh, uh, if you Google Keith Conrad, mm-hmm. I'm not the first thing that shows up. It's actually a math professor from UConn named Keith Conrad. Ah, okay, cool. And uh, I've always it, that's always stuck in my craw a little bit. I'm I'm going to be honest with you. Well, at least it's not like a porn star or something like that. Well, that would be more entertaining. Well, true. Because, like, you know, with with a name like Misty, I always get stuff with, like, hey, like, Misty Rain or Play Misty for Me, which is a horror movie with Clint Eastwood, if you haven't seen it. So, you know, um, I guess Math Professor is a step above horror film or porn star, so. That is true. Yeah, Count I your should, blessings. I should take what I can get. <laughs> uh, so so you're going to be uh, you're going to be with us and uh, yeah. uh, uh, Tell, tell the audience a little bit about your, your geek street cred. My geek street cred is that I'm like a huge comic book nerd. Like I love the comic books and the cartoons and the anime and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically basically about it. I'm not like, I liked Star Trek, but I'm not like a Trekkie. Mm-hmm. I like Star Wars, but I'm not like a super Star Wars person. Like, But I was going to say I'm not like one of those people who like Jar Jar Binks, but who the hey did like Jar Jar Binks? I'm sure there are some fans out there, but whatever. Uh, 
Now, uh, here's a here's a, a thing that'll be mm-hmm. somewhat divisive. Okay. Uh, what did you think of the Last Jedi? Meh. Me it's too. Meh. Not, no, I've, it's I, not horrible. Not 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 great. Not bad. I uh, like three point six Rontgen. It's yeah. not great. Not terrible. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Not great. Not terrible. I think. Um, it left more questions than it answered. So I'm hoping with the next one that comes out that, you know, there'll be some answered questions like who are Ray's parents? Are they really nobodies? Or some people think that she's a Kenobi. Uh, the the thing going around now, there, there's two big theories going around now. One is that uh, she's a clone of uh, Palpatine. Ah. And the other is that um, uh, she's actually Shmi Skywalker. Shmi. Yeah, because oh. in the uh, animated series, uh, Star Wars Rebels, they actually introduced like a, a time travel element mm-hmm. for the first time in Star Wars. And so there's this theory going around that that that's how the story is going to play out, that she's going to end up going to turn out being Shmi Skywalker. Huh. Uh, I don't like that theory, but you know, I don't we'll either. See. I kind of like uh, her being a Kenobi um, I don't a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I guess that goes uh, to the animated series with the, the CG animated series, uh, to be more specific, I guess. Um, and I guess like uh, Obi-Wan had like a relationship with like a ruler he, of a planet, something like that. A senator he did, uh, Mandalore, actually. Yeah. So. Which, which ties in the two, uh, mm-hmm. uh, two of the, the Star Wars series that are coming up, the Mandalorian and the mm. uh, as-yet-unnamed Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Yes, which is kind of something you wanted to chit-chat about. It, it is, but uh, first I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about, um, you know, in the spirit of this, this first relaunched mm-hmm. episode of, uh, of Geek Counter Geek, you know, since, since, since Elliot back broke back up back. with me. Aww. Other high-profile breakups like Sony and Disney on, ah, on Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't know that there's this funny tweet that I saw about that. You know, there was like Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man, you know, far and away or whatever. And then like they're like, "What's the next Spider-Man going to be?" And this guy tweeted, "Spider-Man Homeless." Yeah, yeah, that would <laughs> that would make sense. I, you know, I suspect that uh, at some point uh, Disney. And uh, Sony are probably going to come to an agreement mm-hmm. on that one. Well, I and again, um, I'm not sure. Again, it's the interwebs. You can't really take anything 100 percent unless it comes from a reputable source. So I just saw this in a tweet. Um, I could. Well, if it's in a tweet, it's official then. Oh uh, well, I don't know. You, people say anything. Anyway, um, I would like to maybe look up more about it, but um, they might have come to one from this. What this guy was saying, he thinks that they came to yeah. an agreement. I I, f- I figured. It's safe to say that they. Pro- it's in everybody's best interest to come yeah. up with some some sort of a deal. Yeah. So I think they will, but um, we'll see. I uh, I, you know, first of all, I don't I don't know how another reboot of Spider Man would do. Uh, I don't think it would do. How many times can you kill Uncle Ben? Oh my gosh! There was like this. There's a, a gif of that where they were talking about like they take a SpongeBob with the. The fish saying, how many times do we have to teach you a lesson, old man? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's kind of like that's how they feel about Ben. That seems about right. Yeah. yeah. I just, I'm, with the reboot, uh, my personal feeling is I'm tired of the reboots. Um, mm-hmm. Get some new ideas. And, and we'll get to that uh, a little bit later yeah. in this very episode. Yeah. So, 
anyway, um, the upcoming things I think that I'm, I am actually really excited about uh, for my geek uh, cred, uh, The Dark Crystal is releasing its prequel, Age of Resistance, in a couple days, actually. Yeah, it's this oh. month on, on Netflix. Yes, and I'm super stoked. So this it month looks on... amazeballs. And especially, like, for me, like, I'm one of those people who's like, I think CG, when it's used well in a film, can actually enhance it. But unfortunately, what we're seeing now is, like, it's a just CG fests. And, you know, the realism kind of just dies a little bit um, when you w watch the movie. And it, sometimes it takes you out of a movie. Mm -hmm. Um so with Age of Resistance, what the creators did for Dark Crystal is that they got puppets. They did mostly, it's, it's still all puppets. Um, they only did very minimal CG. Yeah, I think mostly for like, you know, yeah. the background. The background and stuff, yeah. yeah. So I'm actually really excited about it because they're getting like that, they give it the organic feel again. It's awesome to see like Brian Froud's work come to life once again. And if you're not yeah, familiar it, with Brian Froud, that's the artist behind the Dark Crystal. Yeah, it'd be a little weird to, to have the the original Dark Crystal the way it is, and then have the new one like all CG. That just it'd be weird. Yeah, it it just wouldn't wouldn't work very well. So uh, speaking of uh, of things coming back, uh, the Matrix. They just announced there's going to be a fourth Matrix movie, and I think judging by the Twitters mm -hmm. and uh, social media in general. I think people have forgotten just how bad uh, the second and third Matrix movies All were. All I remember is that Trinity died in that I, last one. I mean, one. literally, can you remember anything else from the second and third Matrix movies? No, I just remember, like, the last one, there was a lot of, like, robots flying around in Trinity Died, and that's really... And, and the, there was that scene at the end with um, Neo at the bench with the creator or whatever. No, Neo actually wasn't there. Oh no! It was it, it, was, the, it, was, it was the little girl. See, I, yeah. I don't remember anything. Like I know there there was a scene with a bench in like a city. Yeah, I I I think people have have pe people especially because we we just had the twentieth anniversary of the first Matrix movie, mm -hmm. so everybody's like rewatching that and saying, "Oh, that was so great," mm -hmm. and then they're forgetting. Oh yeah, they wrote two other movies and they were both awful. Yeah, Matrix was one of those movies that should just stayed, uh, you know, a one and done kind of film. It, it would have been like brilliant if it had just been one and done. Yeah, but here but we are. Nope, they had to uh, they had to squeeze a little bit more uh, more dollary dues out of it. Yeah, and didn't you tell me like that Trinity's coming back? Somehow, yeah, Carrie Ann Moss has signed on for it, so somehow she's going to come back. Which Neo's dead too, so I don't know how he he's even going to come back. Oh, for crying out loud. See, this is what's stupid. Watch it be like something really lame. Like the whole last movie was just like a CG, like computer generation of nothing. It was like one of those psych that never really happened. It was just all a dream or something like that. Watch. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. So, uh, you know, and, and sadly. Mm probably will go see it which means i'm, I'm gonna drag you to go see it yeah that's fine it's, it's fine yeah there's there are movies i'm gonna drag you to see like there's a movie coming out i'm a nerd for guillermo del toro i know a lot of people don't like some of his stuff because they think like his greatness ended with uh pan's labyrinth and then came back for you know a shape of water now, now pan's labyrinth that's the one with the, the the guy with the eyes in his hands right yeah Okay, but I always I always liked uh, Guillermo del Toro since uh, Pan's Labyrinth. 
but he's coming out with a new horror movie um, called uh, Antlers, I do believe. And after watching the trailer, I think it has a lot to do with, um, and I could be wrong, but I think it's the Wendigos. The Wendigos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keith nods as if he knows what that means. Well, basically, it's like a Native American monster. It's like a, a cannibalistic type of supernatural creature. And the reason why I think that is like in the trailer, the kid, he's reading a story about like, you know, bears or whatever, you know, like the little bear goes to work, you know, goes to school and the little bear comes home and big bear, he's like really angry and he's not himself. He's filled with blackness because he doesn't have any meat. And so that's why I'm thinking. And like in some interpretations of a Wendigo, they have like antlers and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm thinking like antlers talking about meat. Yeah, it's a horror movie. I, yeah, so that's that's what I'm thinking. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. I, I'm I'm waiting for that one. So, so it, basically, all that to say, if I'm dragging, if you're dragging me to see Matrix Four, I'm dragging you to see Guillermo del Toro. Oh, there's going to be other movies I'll drag you to before then. Okay. I mean, like the current war is coming out in October. The what? The current war. It's about uh, George Westinghouse, mm-hmm. uh, Thomas Edison, and Nikola Tesla. Oh, okay. Well, you have me at Tesla. That's fine. <laughs> he, no, he, he which, which, by the way, there's a he's a fascinating in, in uh, the, figure uh, in the in the trailer for mm-hmm. it. Um, they they don't uh, they don't reveal like the the whole trailer is talking about you know Edison versus George Westinghouse, mm-hmm. and then suddenly at the very end, the reveal of uh, of Tesla is basically him shooting pool with the guy, and uh, he says, "What do you do?" And he says, "I solve problems for idiots." <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I like it. Like Tesla is a very fascinating figure. Like um, the oatmeal has like a whole like little cartoon on him about how like he was so freaking brilliant. He was actually insane. Right. And then there's uh, so is that in October? There's uh, Midway mm-hmm. in November, mm-hmm. which it, it's from the guy who did you know Independence Independence Day and Stargate. Mm-hmm. And then they don't mention. Oh yeah, he also did the crappy sequel to Independence Day and The Patriot. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he has a he has yeah. he has a mixed track record. Yeah. We, well, we it's kind of like Guillermo del Toro. Like you know, he did Pan's Labyrinth. He did Shape of Water. I personally like Hellboy too. The in the Golden Army because I'm a nerd with like fairy lore and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. People hated it. Um, people hated the Hellboy movies. Whatevs. Um, so, yeah, we can watch it. Don't mind. And then in December, there's obviously mm-hmm. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Okay, which, I'm down. We're, you know, we're down. We can do this. Which I don't think I'm, I'm necessarily going to be dragging you to mm. see nah. the, the Rise of Skywalker because... No, I mean, I, I, everybody's going to go see that. Well, at this point, I'm just hoping that they can answer some questions like who's Ray parent, who Ray's parents are. Well, J.J. Abrams has said that not only are they trying to like close that loop, but they're mm-hmm. trying to like loop in the original series, the original uh, movies, and the prequel movies. Huh? And do that in like two hours. So good luck. Oh my gosh! Watch it. Oh god! I hope it's not terrible. Please. I mean. You know, considering the last couple movies, it's like, eh? Though Rogue One was good. Yeah. Like well, One. I've said that, uh, on this very podcast mm-hmm. in, in, in previous episodes that I really, really liked and identified with Luke Skywalker's story arc in The uh-huh. Last Jedi. Aww. I just wish it had been in a movie that wasn't horrible. Yeah, true. So like that part, and, mm-hmm. and that's funny because most people don't like Luke Skywalker in that movie, but I actually, 
I I really sort of get what they were. Grumpy old man. I, I get what they were going for there. Yeah, he was just a grumpy old man. Yeah. Get off my lawn. L- little bit, yeah. That that's that's pretty much what he does. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, since this is your first foray into Geek Counter Geek, yeah, uh, you probably don't even know that we're uh, sponsored by Tweaked Audio. Tweaked Audio. Yes. Oh, okay. What what does Tweaked Tweaked Audio do? Well, Tweaked Audio sell, sells headphones and headphone accessories. Mm, I oh, I need some headphones. I'm not even lying either. And uh, they have uh, mic'd and non-mic'd versions. You can, uh, you know, you can use them for gaming or just listening to uh, listening to podcasts like this. Oh, nice! They have eight different colors and styles designed to sound great with music and talk. Ah, okay. As, as I think I just mentioned, they have a noise-reducing design, lifetime, limited lifetime warranty. Go to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code GCG at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. See GCG for Geek, geek Counter, Counter Geek. geek. See Ooh, what they did there? I see what they did there. That well, was uh, that was very does clever. Does that discount apply to me? Uh, yeah, I, okay. I haven't seen anything about you know employees of the, the Radio Misfits Podcast Network not being eligible. So I think Oh, okay, good. well... Cause like I'm like legit. I need some new headphones. I had some old ones and they busted. So, right. well, then you should probably get them. I think that they're mostly uh, they're mostly earbuds though. Oh, okay. But, but well, that's fine. Everybody needs earbuds. Yeah. And you should listen to uh, all the other. Once you get your tweaked mm-hmm. audio headphones, mm-hmm. you should listen to all the other great podcasts on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Sweet. Like uh, the the nude hippo podcast. Nude hippos. I mean, if 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 you're not excited to see to listen to something called the nude hippo podcast, I I feel sorry for you. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, all right, sweet. I'm in. Do do. Let's do, do this. Right so I'm gonna listen to some nude hippos with my new my new headphones. I'm not sure what nude hippos would sound like, but. That, that, that Tony, was, that Tony Lozano, he does, yeah. he does, uh, does do a good interview. Sweet, I'm gonna check him out then. So uh, last week we were watching. That being uh, said, <laughs> last week we were watching uh, uh, Forbidden Planet. A, yes, a classic of American cinema, which uh, I'm not sure how many people know, just off the top of their head, that uh, Leslie Nielsen actually stars in that movie. I didn't even realize a, it. A very young mm-hmm. Leslie Nielsen, like in all the comedy stuff, he always looked old, mm-hmm. but. In that one, which was in like 1956, I believe, mm-hmm. he actually looked young. See, I remember watching it when I was a kid, and I don't know what those was those uh, big discs that they used to have back in the 80s. Like I don't even know. Laser discs. Laser discs. My dad had those, and I watched it on laser disc as a kid, and I remember it used to freak me out because of the invisible monster, the id, the id monster. Monsters um, of the Id, yes. Monsters of the Id. Um, and so we watched it again. And what I thought was interesting, I mean, considering that we have all these stupid reboots coming out, you know, the they did a live action Lion King, which right. was, there's it's, people like it, but then they, at the same time, it like misses the magic because they added too much realism to it. Yeah, and the, the animals have, you know, mm-hmm. dead eyes like a doll's eyes. Yeah, 
and dead expressions too yeah. and all of that um and then and, uh, they're rebooting Lady and the Tramp. Same thing. Oh my gosh! At it least from the awful. from the first trailer. Listen, and I'm like probably one of the biggest doggo lovers in the on the planet, and I'm like, nope, skipping, skipping this. I was going to drag you to that one too. Oh, sorry. Actually, that one's going to be on Disney Plus. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fine. We'll we'll wait for it then. Um, but I was thinking with all these stupid reboots coming out of things that. People know it's like that meme that you see on the internet. It'll be like no one, literally no one, not a soul on the planet. And they'll be like Disney remaking everything. Little Mermaid's coming, getting rebooted. Yeah, yeah, and she's <laughs> uh, she's black now, and that that has people that has I should say that has like twenty people freaked out. They're yeah. just really loud about it. Yeah, twenty people are freaked out about it. Personally, I don't care because mermaids aren't real. So whatevs. Um, <laughs> yeah, just wrap your head around that uh, that discussion, like. I'm outraged that this imaginary fish woman is going to be African American. There's literally people saying that. I, I ugh, people just want to be mad for no reason. Anyway, so all of that said, out of everything that's being rebooted, I'm watching Forbidden Planet with you, and I'm thinking to myself, why isn't this movie being remade? I mean, I think it's an interesting concept. Now, if you're not familiar with Forbidden Planet, basically the concept is that this alien race mm -hmm. has like this super awesome technology. Well, for one thing, it's worth pointing out that uh, uh, Forbidden Planet was actually, and it's more of a stretch than The Lion King being Hamlet, mm -hmm. but uh, Forbidden Planet is uh, supposed to be The Tempest ah. by William Shakespeare. Ah, and if it, if you if you know that it's like oh yeah that kind of adds up but you know it's it's not quite like the Lion King where yeah. eventually they had to give him credit yeah yeah <laughs> basically but uh, this this alien race has this super powerful technology like it's you know a billion atom bombs powerful or whatever but what it is able to do is able to manifest your subconscious into physical matter mm -hmm. and instead of like you know creating good things this alien race and its technology was able to manifest like the id which is your subconscious your of your basic your baser instincts you know jealousy rage and you know murder all of that that's what it manifested and basically it wipes out this entire alien race humans find this planet you know this the First people who go there, they get massacred under mysterious circumstances. And then Leslie Nielsen and his crew just hop over like, hey, what's up? Checking in on y'all. What's going on? And then his crew starts dying. And they mm -hmm. find out, well, it's this you know, alien technology manifesting the subconscious. Yeah. And um, I think it's fascinating. I... Uh... There, there's there's some things in that where the the special effects are are pretty uh, yeah pretty laughable yeah but um, overall I don't yeah. think it's overall like it's, it's not a it's not a distraction from the story no but but yeah I think you're right that it could really use a uh, it could use an update I know that at one point somebody was talking about doing a prequel to that hmm. actually showing like what happened to the uh, to the uh, you know the the original ship when it landed. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think that ever came to fruition. Mm. But I, I think, uh, I think you could do that. You could, mm -hmm. uh, you could definitely either do a reboot or do, uh, something like uh, planet of the apes uh -huh. where they did a prequel, you know, 
sort leading of up to it. Eventually leading into a remake. So it's kind of its own standalone mm. universe thing. That'd be kind of interesting. But yeah, like I said, it's like it's a it's a concept that you don't really see much any anymore. Like basically the enemy or the bad guy, the antagonist in this movie is the self. Yeah. Um, instead of like some like alien race, like an Independence Day or something, it's like some outside force. It's yourself that's mm-hmm. like the antagonist, which I don't think is really touched on much anymore in movies. Um, yeah, so I think if you can get that movie done, throw it doesn't have to be a CG fest, but like you know, get some better lasers because the lasers are kind of poop. Yeah, the they, it, it was it was tough to to feel yeah. like those were going to blow up any monsters. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally looked like a uh, Tom and Jerry cartoon or something. A little bit, yeah, or Looney little Tunes, yeah. a little bit. Um, but uh, beyond that, if you can clean that up, make that look really nice, and make Robbie look a little bit more updated, a smidge. You know, you know what I was thinking because I've said uh, that um, what they should do in Star Wars mm-hmm. is they should bring back. Uh, obi-wan as a force ghost Mm. except like through cgi you could do it pretty easily where you would use Mm -hmm. uh alec guinness Mm. visually and have uh ewan mcgregor voice it Mm. and so you sort of like combine the the two of them you could actually uh when you when you mentioned the idea of rebooting it i i thought well i wonder if you could take like the master audio from the Mm -hmm. original movie and make an animated thing out of it Ooh! So you're still using like the original performances, but mm-hmm. you make a sort of, you know, again now we're now we're going back to doing all CGI things, mm-hmm. but or it doesn't have to be like CGI. You know, you can do like I know hand animation is like a pain in the keister, but it's also a lot more expensive. Yeah. But you know, again, everything seems to be a CGI fest these days, so it would be kind of nice to just see something hand drawn. Yes. So, you know, when you think about it, the like the George Pal universe of the mm-hmm. 1950s. Mm-hmm. So like uh, Forbidden Planet, I believe, was was George Pal, but also uh, War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they haven't redone When Worlds Collide. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah. Uh, the movie uh, Deep Impact, which was, you know, one of the you know, came out basically the same time as Armageddon. Mm-hmm. But it was a comet instead of an asteroid, blah, blah, blah. That one actually started off as a remake of When Worlds Collide, but eventually they just changed it so much that they're like, "Yeah, it's a it's a different story." So they they kind of they kind of tried to, mm-hmm. but I think that's one that could actually. When Worlds Collide. Yeah, When Worlds Collide. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that one would also be good because I watched that one with you too, and that one, yeah, that could use an update. We did watch that one. Yeah, we, we watched that one. We're, we're burning through the, the classic 50s sci-fi, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah, so um, my vote is for Forbidden Planet. Get that, you know, remade. I wouldn't mind a reboot of that. Put um, Lady and the Tramp down and walk away. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that one's already done, though. So it's like, I think we're late in the process for that. Wasn't one. there like a Tarzan reboot too, a live action Tarzan? I, I believe there is supposed to be a Tarzan reboot. Watch, they're yeah. gonna do a, a live action Hunchback of Notre Dame. That, well, they can't because they can't film it at, at the at the cathedral now. Oh, fair. Well, they can just use CG. Everybody else does, apparently. Uh, yeah, apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, shoot us an email at uh-huh. uh, geekcountergeek at gmail.com with your ideas, which, which should be rebooted 
Ooh. In the in the 21st century, now that we have all these gadgets. That sounds good. Yeah. Because they they've rebooted a lot of stuff. A lot of dumb of them, stuff. None of them have stuck. Yeah. So. None of them's dumb. And sometimes you get reboots. Like speaking of reboots, um, freaking, I heard the Ninja Turtles. And I'm a Ninja Turtle geek, by the way. Again. Ninja Turtles are being rebooted again. And we just came out with a movie in 2016. So it's like, I mean, granted, those are Michael Bay movies. Okay. To be fair, Michael Bay is going to be involved in this upcoming one, I heard. Filming is starting this that's, fall. That's not uh, That's not filling me with confidence. No, he's producing again. But the upside is that they supposedly have better writers. Um I forget I, off the top of my head. I can't remember the writers what they worked on, but it was something a little bit more not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little more not stupid. Yeah. Also doesn't necessarily fill me with confidence. Yeah. But hey. But again, it goes back to my point. You know, you have uh, these movies that are literally being quote unquote rebooted every couple of years. So you might as well just get something that's older and maybe somebody doesn't know that much about. And reboot that, which has a more interesting concept, like Forbidden Planet or When Worlds Collide. So, yeah, definitely. If you guys have any ideas of what you think should be rebooted, let us know. Or maybe you're Michael Bay and want to defend yourself. No, or Michael. Uh, what, no. <laughs> What's he going to do? Just throw an explosion somewhere? Boom. Yeah, he, he probably would. Or fart joke or something. Yeah, yeah. That, mm. that, that sounds about right. That, that's par for the course. <laughs> Freaking Michael Bay. I will say that uh, mm-hmm. in Michael Bay's defense, the first Transformers mm-hmm. movie by itself was, was pretty good. Who did the Bumble... Was he involved with Bumblebee, the movie? I think he... I know he was involved with it. You know, I have this magical machine... Close your phone. That could, uh, that could actually give us the... Uh, the answer to that i because i I preferred bumblebee to i mean the first transformers movie um, was okay bumblebee was the least bad of the transformers movies Mm -hmm. like i i would not say that it was good but it was definitely the least bad of the transformers movies correct um i i would i would say based on the timing of it that he was definitely involved with it but i don't think that he directed it and uh, the internet is going to tell me, uh, yeah, he he did not direct it. Oh, sweet. Maybe he produced it? Yeah, he was a producer. Okay, well, the same thing with the Ninja Turtles movie. He didn't direct the Ninja Turtles movies well, it, that it, just came out recently. Yeah, that, it, it may be that, um, like, at this point... But Stink was still on it. it. It might be that at this point, like, he actually... Since he made the first one, that he there's there's a rights issue mm-hmm. that he uh, he has to be a producer, mm-hmm. and he doesn't actually have anything to do with it. It's just he owns the rights to it, so he has to be a producer. Yay! I guess. Well, that would be good because then he's not actually doing anything mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. By the way, it might also uh, become an issue as far as uh, rights mm-hmm. if both of our projects come to fruition. Ooh. And so. Uh, in this this new version of uh, Geek Counter Geek without uh, Elliot R.I.P. R.I.P. We wanted to end by uh, by talking about our projects because uh, I'm working on a novel, the Great American Novel, the the, the Great American Novel, mm-hmm. and you're working on a uh, on a comic book. Yes, and, and we're both you know we're, we're both fairly along in the process. It's not mm-hmm. like we're 
not like we're just I, we're there's starting so on. much work to do oh I, my i've gosh. actually been working on on mm. the the novel for five six years now Yikes. in total mm-hmm. like it's the sort of thing where I'll, I'll write on it pretty furiously for a little while and then put it down for like six months mm. and then write on it pretty furiously and then put it down for a mm. year so i've been working on it continuously for five six years now but i i'm actually to the point where um uh once i actually have a uh uh, a place to live mm-hmm. which yeah, is up we're in the in air cam- right now yeah we're in a campsite right now sitting on a skinned muppet um that could be fozzy bear's grandfather because it's gray um we are um kind of in between apartments right now because like the apartment that we're supposed to be renting they're still working on refurbishing so they put us up in a smaller one bedroom apartment and we're all living out of boxes at the moment yeah, yeah. Um, so I, it's been Wee. a little, it's been a little bit tough to focus on things like that. With yeah. The the moving process literally taking over a month. Yeah. Uh, so that that's that slowed things down a bit, but um, uh, I actually think that uh, I'm in the I'm in the home stretch on this one. Mm-hmm. On, on the the Great American Novel, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll it's, tell people what it's about. Well, it's 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 actually so when when I was uh, when I was a youngin. Uh, I saw the movie uh, The Final Countdown. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused is, with the song. No. Which, by the way, I was upset to learn that the song was not used because the song came out too late. Right. The, the movie came out in 1980 mm-hmm. and the uh, the song came out in 1986. Yeah. So they are completely unrelated. I have sads. And it, it's also funny because I, I've as I've been writing this, when I mention it to people we almost invariably get into a discussion of the fact that no one can figure out what the title of the movie means because mm. <laughs> because it's it, it's called the final countdown that phrase is not uttered in the movie once so it's mm-hmm. not one of those things where ooh they said the name of the movie um we're not sure what they're counting down to um but uh so the the story of the movie is that there's uh, there, there's an aircraft carrier, the USS Nimitz, mm-hmm. that uh, leaves Pearl Harbor in 1980, mm-hmm. and uh, comes uh, runs into a a weird storm, and they come out on the other side, and eventually they discover that they're they've traveled back in time to December 6th, 1941. Ooh, the plot thickens. And uh, uh, the story ends. They they actually run into a a, a senator who in that story went missing mm-hmm. during the Pearl Harbor attack and was presumed dead. And um, uh, so that's one of the ways that they figure out that they're in 1941. And uh, basically, as soon as they figure out where it, what's going on, mm-hmm. and they actually launched their airplanes to like take on the Japanese, yeah, the freaky storm shows up again and sends them back home before they can womp, actually womp. do anything. And that always bothered me. Okay. With the uh, the mm-hmm. the ending being what it is, because I I kind of wanted to see you know the the Nimitz tear through the Japanese mm-hmm. like butter, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, uh-huh. so I came up with this uh, with this story that um, actually the the way that they they travel back in time is completely different. Uh huh. It has sort of a a DARPA Philadelphia experiment sort of uh, oh, feel to it. Okay. And uh, it's a one-way trip, so they actually do end up fighting the Japanese. Spoiler alert. Oh, nice. And uh, uh, so I've been working on it for a while, and uh, hopefully I'll have it done soon. Well, I hope so, too. Uh, 
I, you know, I, I had hoped to have it done by uh, uh, before Labor Day, just as an arbitrary thing because uh, we're going to Dragon Con mm-hmm. for Labor Day weekend, and um, which, which by the way, we'll be doing an episode from Dragon Con. Oh yeah. So it's like, my first Dragon Con, yeah. so you know. I feel like be maybe gentle. we should do maybe we should do half of the episode mm-hmm. at the beginning of Dragon Con and then half at the end and just Ooh. see before and after. Yeah. Um, uh, that was sort of an arbitrary date, but now I'm thinking, you know, assuming we ever actually get into our apartment, um, assuming a lot, which, which is assuming a lot, uh, I think by the end of the year I can have that done and nice. And, uh, so we'll see. And mm-hmm. now you're working on a, uh, on a comic book, sci-fi action horror. That's quite a combination. It is. Yeah. Should be a little comedy yeah. mixed in there. Just, uh, just to include everything. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm learning, like, you know, I've always loved comic books. Um, For those folks wondering, I don't know if anybody cares, but um, I loved the old Mirage TMNT comic books. Um, I love Silver Sable, the old Catwoman, uh, Wildcats from Jim Lee. Um, And I even read a few Lady Death uh, comic books and stuff. That sounds um, cheerful. Yeah. Yeah. so I always has I, I like ElfQuest. ElfQuest was like a big influence when, when in Wendy Peeney. Um So you know I've always had like these goofy like ideas floating around in my head, you know, for my own little characters or whatever. Never got around to doing it because it's like it's you know you always get that self doubt in your head and you're just like who the hell's gonna read this or look at it or whatever. And then of course as an artist you're sensitive, and it's like I know I'm okay. I know I, there's always room for improvement, um, but you're always like kind of downing yourself with like your art talents or whatever. And then you like see other artists and you're like, wow, I suck. Um, anyway, point well, is, I, I've, you know, anybody mm-hmm. can uh, go to, uh, you know, Misty A. Callahan on Twitter and see some of your work. Mm-hmm. You don't suck. Well, I'm just saying. You're, you're, you're pretty good. Well, thank you. Um, so basically, I was just like, you know what, forget it. I tried. I decided to take my own advice. You know, the advice I gave you is just to do it. And so when that way, when I'm old and gray, um, I'm not wondering what could have been. And even mm-hmm. if nobody reads my little comic book idea, then at least I know I did it. And so I don't have to worry about it and wonder what could have happened if I just bit the bullet. So anyway, I've been like trying to work on this and it, whoever says making comic books is easy is a, is a dead dead liar because there's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, I'm basically trying to finish up the work before you actually get to start drawing panels. So that's like, you know, character designs, character sheets, which include like, you know, the different angles, front, side, back of the character so you can keep them consistent. Then you have to design sets so it can help you place camera angles, quote unquote camera angles when you do your panels. Um, Backstories on characters is pretty much done. Um, But yeah, so a lot of work starting up the website. So yeah, stuff on stuff on stuff on stuff. So I am, Mm -hmm. I've probably written about 90% of Mm -hmm. my great American novel. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I've I've gotten eight chapters to the point where I'm comfortable with people reading them. Uh So that's where I am this week. Um, so, so you're still 
you're, you're, you're working I, on. Yeah, I'm still I'm still getting there. I hope to have, well, if we ever get into an apartment. Um, we will eventually. We will eventually. So probably sometime after Dragon Con, probably by the end of September, I wanted to do by Labor Day. Clearly that's not happening because we are in a campsite right now. Um, probably by the end of September, what I would like to do is to have at least, you know, like um, a few tidbits, I guess, a few things here and there on the website, mm-hmm. get that finished, kind of like start, you know, wetting people's appetites, I suppose. So if you're into aliens mixed with, you know, I, I okay, side note, I can't stand the show Ancient Aliens because I love history. And I think they did just go a little too far. However, I think that the premise of Ancient Aliens is fun for fiction. So, yeah, if you like aliens, Ancient Aliens mixed with, you know, genetic genetic experimentation, then my story's for you. <laughs> well, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. No, I, I've, I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of the story that you have planned, and it sounds really interesting. Oh, sweet. Uh, it, I'd, I'd want to read it. But are you just saying that because you're my boyfriend? No, I, I actually... Mm, okay. I, I, would, I think it's part of your contract to be like, sure, I, I honey, think I, I totally read that. I think I, I am contractually obligated to, but, but I would anyway. Okay. So there we go. Now, one thing is uh, that we're going to have to figure out as we, mm-hmm. as we continue on this new iteration of Geek Counter Geek you. is uh, I had decided long ago uh, when we were you know, creating this, this podcast mm-hmm. that uh, uh, people already know how to get in touch with us. We already mm-hmm. said, hey, send us an email at, at uh, geekcountergeek.com. It comes up. Uh, mm-hmm. People know how to get us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, they, they, if they've, they've heard the podcast to begin with, mm-hmm. they know where the Radio Misfits Podcast Network is. Mm-hmm. If, if not, you should, radiomisfits.com. Mm-hmm. So we really don't need to put all that stuff at the end. And we don't need to go, oh, we'll talk to you next time. So Elliot and I always tried to, in the last thing mm-hmm. that we were talking about, like have some sort of a joke mm-hmm. that we could like end on it and like really stick the landing. Oh, well, I'm a terrible at jokes. Okay. Well, I'm then, just saying like, then, like I can give you some good dry humor or maybe like some sarcastic humor, but it's like, if you're looking for like, hey, two podcasters walk into a bar, <laughs> they sucked. Yay. Funny. I'm here till Friday. Try the veal. Well, we'll work on that. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gabatron.